if any man be in Christ, is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So, if any man be in Christ, God has forgiven your sins. Immediately you accept him as your Lord and personal Savior. He forgives you. He, he has forgiven you. Hallelujah. All the sins that you have committed, the one in secret, the one in open, the one because of ignorance, he has forgiven them. See, we, we have the assurance of scriptures. We receive a pardon. Hallelujah. We receive a pardon from God. He has forgiven all our iniquities. So he does not deal with us according to our sins, nor does he reward us according to our iniquities. We must understand this. When we have the understanding of this, it makes it easier for us to approach our Father. Is our Father is our father we can use the example of the prodigal son see left took his inheritance and left home but every day the father was expecting him to come how do we know the bible says every day the, the father will go out be looking forward to see him he will go out be looking forward to see him he will go out be looking forward to see him and the prodigal son in the in the strange land in the foreign land when he had spent all and he started dying with the swine guilt and condemnation was eating him up then one day instead he said to himself ah, let me go back to my father now now two things two things made him decide make that decision two things makes him this make that decision the first thing is that he knows the nature of his father he knows that his father is a merciful father and two he knows that there is abundance in there he knows that his father is a merciful father and he knows that there is abundance in god so he had prepared he, those are the two things that made him decide okay i'm going back to my father Number one, he will know he knows that his father will not deal with him according to his sins. He knows it. So he was so conscious of that. Even in his in his worst state, he did not forget the nature of his father. So the nature of God is forgiveness. He forgives. If you are in Christ, you have become a new creature. All things have passed away. He has washed away your sins. The blood has washed away your sins. He has forgiven your all your sins. So this morning, I don't know if you are wallowing in guilt. Okay, you've done something wrong. Oh, you are a believer already. You've received the life of Christ. You are a believer. But the scripture speaking in in third John says, My little children, I write unto you that he sin not. I write unto you that he sin. It's a paradventure. If he sin, said we have an advocate that is seated beside the Father. God's plan for us is for us not to sin again. But we have the body, or we have the nature. We, have, we do not. We do not yet have the perfect body. 
So there are times that we had shortcomings, but we confess our sin. Oh God, I'm sorry, I did this. And God forgives again. So he's plenteous in mercy. The mercy of God are new every morning. So what that means is that if there is the breaking of the day, there is an abundance of God's mercy. So the prodigal son knew the two dominant nature of his father. He said, number one, his father is merciful. He knows that. Number two, there is abundance in the house of his father. So he said to himself, I'll go back to my father. I will go back to my father. I think that's the decision many of us need to make this morning. I'll go back to my father. And who's our father? God. I'll go back to my father. I'll go back to my father. And as soon as the father saw him from afar, he ran and hugged him. You know, there are these are the things that many believers want to do, or, or many Christians want to do. Is that they want to they want to make themselves clean and acceptable before God. No, you cannot. The, 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 the example I do give to people is that you don't go, you don't clean yourself before you enter the bedroom. You don't clean yourself before you enter the bedroom. You don't bath before you enter the bedroom. What you do in the bedroom is that you enter as dirty as you are and then you come out clean. That is it. So you don't clean yourself before you go to God. You do not have the power to clean yourself. You do not have the power to forgive yourself of your sins. You do not have the power to clean. What God wants is a contrite spirit. Go before him. Acknowledge your fault. Acknowledge your fault. Confess your sin. Confess it. Oh God, I misbehave. Oh God, I did this, I did that. Forgive me. Ask for forgiveness. So he is plenteous in mercy. God is willing, ever ready to forgive. He says, Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? You see, sometimes you offend people. I tell you, ah, this one that you did. I can forgive you. Oh, you see this one? Ah, no, nothing, nothing. Nobody can tell me that. But God is not like that. Everything you've done is ready and willing to forgive you. He said, the Lord is merciful and gracious. He's slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. So we must have that understanding. God is slow to what? To anger. It's not that any small thing that you've done is angry already. And God is not a man. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. You must see when you know the nature of the person you are dealing with, it helps the relationship. When you are with someone or you have a friend, you know his nature, you know what he likes and what he doesn't like. You know what he does. It helps the relationship. So when you know the nature of God, God does not cover sins. The Bible says, he that covereth his sin will not prosper. When you, when you go before God, he does not cover your sins. God forgives your sin and forget it. He wipes it away. So, you must know the nature of God. And then, 
as you become born again, you receive the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God helps you. It strengthens you. The Bible says, if the Spirit that raises Jesus up from the dead is in you, it will quicken your mortal body. That means you give strength, you give life to your mortal body. So, the things that you were doing before as an unbeliever, as soon as you receive the life of Christ, you receive the Spirit of God, then the Spirit starts teaching you. The Spirit starts teaching you, okay, you are about to lie, the Spirit will caution you, oh, it's not going to lie. Oh, this thing you are about to say, why not say the truth? When the Spirit starts teaching you, you understand, the Spirit starts strengthening you, strengthening you in your inner mind. So, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. But there are times that we disobey. Maybe because of lack of patience, oh, God is still working on us, we disobey. It does not mean God will do away with you. No, you confess your sin. I say, Father, I am sorry. I have, I have committed this. And God is more than willing. He wants a contrite spirit. Don't give excuses to your sins. God wants to forgive them. And God does not keep records. God does not keep records of sin. You cannot come before him to say, Ah, God, I'm sorry, I lied. That's it. That's how you did two days ago. That's how you did last year. You're always lying. You're always lying. This last year, I want to forgive you. No, God is not like that. He does not even remember. If any man, being Christ, is a new creature, old things have passed away. He said, behold, all things have become new. So, I want you to embrace the forgiveness of God this morning. You have heard in any way, you have you have gone past or you have trespassed in any way. God is willing to forgive. He's a merciful God. His mercies are new every morning. He's willing to forgive. He's one of the benefits of God. He's one of the attributes of God. He's ever ready. Much more than you are willing to ask for forgiveness, He's willing to forgive you. So every guilt and condemnation are from the devil. It is the devil that is using that against you. God wills. God will always forgive and He's willing ever ready. He is not tired. Because he forgave you yesterday does not mean you ask for it today and he will not give you. But when you receive the Spirit of God and you are conscious of the Spirit, the Bible says to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So when you are mindful of the Spirit, to be spiritually minded simply means to be mindful of the Spirit of God that is in you. Then you enjoy life. You enjoy peace. So you are about to make a mistake. The Spirit will caution you. You pay attention to the Spirit. It's because you are Spirit conscious. You mind the things of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So the Spirit work on your anger. The Spirit work on your lies. The Spirit work on your disobedience. But paradventure, according to John, that if you see, we have an advocate beside the father. Many of us have children, or some of us have children. 
if your children mess up, do you just cut them off like that? No. Even if we have two fathers who cut off their children because they mess up, God will not cut you off because he's a merciful God. Do you know the price he paid for you? He died on the cross. Imagine, God died on the cross for you to have you. Then your sin is not what will make him leave you. No, he's willing to forgive you. As you embrace God's forgiveness this morning, I pray that God in his mercy will wipe off every wrong in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that you have done wrong, God will wipe them off in the mighty name of Jesus. As you ask God for forgiveness, he is willing to forgive you in the mighty name of Jesus. Till we meet again, stay blessed. Glory. That's how I change my world. Just breathe your name upon me. Just breathe your name upon me. Say for the